what is good everybody thank you for um for tuning in this is very very exciting for me because this is my very first podcast i have been wanting to do a podcast for for a while now and i've just never really had the opportunity to like do it and i'm just like let's let's go for it let's see what let's see what happens and Obviously, you can't really tell I'm, I'm super excited about it because I it's kind of late, but that's okay, and um, we're just gonna we're just gonna work through that. So I uh, I'm super excited. So this uh, podcast will just be called the Matt Vargo Podcast. A very uh, unoriginal. Uh, I get it, but like I mean. I don't really have the creativity to come up with a cool name that really hasn't already been taken. There's a bunch of cool names that have been taken. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it original and just gonna be like that's what it's gonna be with the name for the podcast. So um, obviously the goal is thirty minutes to an hour podcast. Um, as most podcasts are anywhere from about 40 to about 50, because that's like the sweet spot. Um, so yeah, I'm super, super excited. So the first, this is the first episode, and um, we're going to start out with a bang. Start out with a, with a bang for sure. And um, this is um, a story of mine that I never tell. I, I legit never tell anybody. Um, because it's just, to me, it's just, it's just embarrassing, and to me, it, like, definitely got humiliated, and, and like, I, I didn't deserve it, but, I mean, I, I think, like, that's the beauty of this idea of having a podcast, and just being able to talk about, kind of like vent, in, in a way, it's, and I'm sure it'll be therapeutic in a sense, once I, like, get going a little bit with it. And, um, I don't know, so I'm, I'm gonna tell this story, and it's something, it's a story that I don't tell, because once we get through it, once we get through this, we'll, you'll understand why I don't talk about it a lot. Um, but I think, but I feel like, I mean, I've held this story in for about, mm, it's been about seven, eight years now, and I feel that holding in is not something that I want to do and I want to kind of get it out there because I feel like every person that's gone through a situation like this needs to have a voice uh, and have their voice be heard and I don't know so obviously this story can be told in about two minutes and it's pretty straightforward bang 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 this is what happened x happened y happened z happened or abc or one two three happen and it's, it, it could literally be told in a few minutes but uh, I'm going to kind of go into uh, detail uh, about this because I feel like it deserves more time talked about than just two to three minutes so um, this is my 8th grade graduation so obviously if you probably listen to this Ninety-nine point nine 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 percent is you've graduated from eighth grade. Most eighth graders aren't uh, aren't listening to podcasts, and it's pretty um, 
I mean, most high schoolers don't listen to podcasts. So obviously, you you've probably gone through the eighth grade experience. You've gone through eighth grade. You've probably gone through high school. Uh, I'm a little bit about me is I'm in college right now. I'm a junior, and um, I study business and German. So that's kind of consuming my life at the moment. And um, I mean that's just how it goes. But I don't know. I enjoy it very, very much. No matter how much I joke about the the work, I I enjoy it. So that's a little bit about me. And so we're gonna like take us back to eighth grade. For me, that's seven years ago. For you, it might it might be different. I don't I don't know the story. But so you take yourself back to eighth grade, and obviously you're in that weird phase where you still want to be a kid, but yet you want to kind of grow up in a sense. You you're in that weird four or five year window that's like treated like a kid, but you want you're kind of expected to act like an adult, which is 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 weird, and even still in college. I still feel that way sometimes, but not as much as junior high and high school when you're going through voice changes and body changes and you're starting to kind of find out who you are going to be as a young adult and an adult in the in the real world. Um, so eighth grade is a really interesting time and it's, and it's, and it's rough for a lot, of, a lot of different people. And obviously it was, it was rough for me because... Um, a little backstory on the school, a little backstory on the, um, just about who I was in eighth grade and who obviously I've changed over time and who I am now. Um, so in eighth grade, uh, I went to a private school, not like a rich, like kind of like your pompous, like rich kid. So like we weren't rich in any regard, but obviously there was tuition so you weren't poor to go there and I'm not trying to sound you know better than but because the situation it was yeah it was pathetic but um yeah it's a rich ish uh very private very religious elementary and junior high and it was all in one it was K through well it was pre-k through eighth grade so i don't know because obviously there's schools out there divide elementary schools and junior highs and it was just all in all in one so you went through uh, what was it like a better part of 10 years of your life with the exact same 30 to 40 people and like obviously that's how it goes but like then most of my graduating class went to high school with me and obviously that's it's pretty normal, but, like, you gotta understand, I didn't get along with a lot of the kids in my grade because they wouldn't give me the time of the day, and that was just how it went. Like, I wasn't that kid that had all the all the friends. Like, I had, a, I had a, an amazing friend group, an absolute amazing friend group that I still have to this day. I still got my buddies. You got Caleb, you got Ethan, you got Noah, and they're still amazing human beings and like I'm so thankful for the that that friend group that I built in middle school but I never was that popular kid like I was never that kid to go around worrying about 
um, you know, what people think of me, because I, I was too busy worried about what was going on in my life, and what was going on in, you know, the direct family life, so I was never that kid that was popular, and I was always kind of like the outcast, I wasn't like, I wasn't like very extremely bullied, but I was very much like, like no one cared, like legit, just no one gave a fuck, and I was, I was okay, because that's kind of what I got used to over time, and, um, and it's strange, because, like, looking back, like, now I, like, I'm very outgoing, and back then, I couldn't care, like, legit couldn't care less. Like, I, I, like, it was a struggle for me to even, like, like, talk to people and be comfortable talking to people. And now it's just, like, a social butterfly kind of thing, and it's very strange. But, um, so anyway, so that's kind of a little context into... What I was like in eighth grade, I was very, I was very tall for eighth grade, and still am to this day. I'm six three, six four, which is above average, and you're look, looking down to like ninety, ninety five percent of the population. And it's fine and all, but like obviously they're you know, um, trying to go through this time in your life, and it's just like. Obviously, you don't really like what you see because you're kind of transforming from that elementary school kid to that high school and then to college kid. It's that weird time. Puberty's rough. Um, So, obviously, like, everyone's going through this stuff. And everyone's dealing with all this stuff on their own. But, like, I just wasn't that kid that cared to, to, you know... Some dude just walked past me. I'm in the library recording this, and they're probably wondering what the heck I'm doing. That's alright. I'm recording a podcast. I'm recording something that I want to do, and I don't care what people think about me. So I've definitely like kept that about me. Like I don't like I don't really like concern myself too much with people's opinions, and that's kind of the same thing that's kind of stay constant, even though I've morphed into more social whatever through the to through the time but um so the context was very religious school very awkward eighth grade mat so you, it's a very interesting situation to be in and it's and it's strange like looking back like I look back at a couple pictures from that graduation and it's just like oh wow that was a baby like holy cow like what what the heck? So, alright, so it's the graduation. And this is where, like, I'm going to try and start not getting sidetracked. Because if you can't tell, I get sidetracked a lot. And I go off on tangents and I repeat myself a lot. Which is also how I, like, write. Which I, yeah. You'll, you'll get used to it, maybe. Maybe not. It doesn't really matter. But, so, it's the day of graduation. And it is... Oh, God, it's, like, June 6th, or, like, June 5th, 2013. So, it is in, so there's a school, and then there's the, there's a church next door. So, obviously, it's very religious, so it's, uh, they're obviously going to have a church next door. Um, so, you got the school, uh, which will host the after party, kind of, like, whatnot. And then this church on the corner 
we'll do the, you know, the presentation. You get your little, like, diploma kind of thing. Hey, you're, you're going off to high school. Congratulations. You're going to suffer for another four years. <laughs> um, congratulations, more school. This is kind of how I felt at that point in time. Um, obviously, that view's changed. But, um... So it's the day of graduation. We get through the um, we get through the ceremony. There's a you go up, you get your whatever. There's a speech. There was I think there was like a Bible reading. There must there, there had to have been. It was a religious private school, so obviously there was a Bible reading. So that finished up, and that obviously took like an hour, hour and a half, and um. It was, I don't know, like, there's one picture that's very distinctive to me that sticks out of my mind when I bring up this topic in my mind. There's this one picture. So, there is five people in the picture. There's me, there's my brother Sam, and there's my dad, and then there's my grandma and grandpa to my left in the picture. Obviously, it's in the right looking at the picture. So, I'm upset for whatever reason. Like, I was, like, crying for whatever reason. And I, and I don't, like, get it. And I, and I don't remember why I was crying at that point in time. Um, probably because, like, I didn't, maybe, like, didn't want to take a picture or something. I don't, I don't know. I was very weird about that back then. I, like, don't take my picture. I'm ugly. Kind of thing. Um, and I don't, like, I legit don't know why. But, so, <laughs> like, once we get through this whole story, you'll kind of see how accurate this picture is without it me even knowing how accurate this picture will describe the next three, four hours of my life. Um, so I was crying for whatever reason, and like, you can see, like, the redness in my face. And then my... <laughs> and then Sam, he's... <laughs> he's smiling from ear to ear. He's totally oblivious. He is 100% oblivious. And, um... That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, I, I that's the best part of the photo, honestly. And my dad is oh, you can tell he's absolutely livid at me. Um, cause I don't know, I'm upset for whatever reason, and some makes him upset. But I don't I don't know. And then my grandma and grandpa are next to me, and it's just kind of like. I don't know, it's just a very cool picture, because that's like the last time I got a picture with both Grandma and Grandpa, so that, so that was cool, and that's a story for um, another time, but, um, so, there's the after, like, not like, the, well, the after party's like not quite yet, there's like, um, like cookies and cake, and, um, I don't know, like, it's kind of like an ice cream social next door, um, in the gym, and at the school, so everyone, all the kids go over there, and all the, like, parents go over there, and all, like, the, like, direct family members will, like, head home at that point, so, like, we, um, help grandma and grandpa get in the car, and they were, they were off, and then... I don't remember who else came, but this, that's besides the point. So, we got over to this, like, ice cream social kind of, like, event that's, like, going on. And, you know, when you're an eighth grader, 
and you get all this sugar and you're just like bouncing off the wall. So you're like, oh my gosh. It's like giving a pixie stick to like a very energetic kid. And like you're running around, you're having a good time. You're having an amazing time. And then like, so, um, so there's like, obviously, you know, when you go through high school, there's obviously kids who are more popular than you or whatever. And like things just happen to work out. And obviously in high school, like there's a lot of like these popularity contests and it's like most likely to, um, most likely to be X, Y, or Z, most likely to uh, become president, or most likely to become X or Y or whatever. So we filled out this, like, survey, and it was, like, 40, 45 questions. It was the amount of the questions that there were in my graduating class in eighth grade. In eighth grade, there was, like, 40, 45 people. Um, like, it was, a, like, comparative to, like, major public schools. Like, we were tiny. Uh, like, my high school, my graduating class was, like, 180. Like, in the area, like, we just, we totally got dwarfed by, like, oh, goodness, like, Lake Central's, like, 800, Munster, Highland, 3 to about 600. Like, it's crazy. Um, but we were a very small class, so we had this thing, and... One of the questions was like most, and this uh, and this was a weird question because it kind of like started like falling off in terms of like it, the questions actually making sense. Like the first five to ten like makes sense. Like for most likely to become president, most likely to run a business, or most likely to run for office of some political kind or whatever. And then it started like falling off. And then like there was this one question that will come into the story later um that really irked me and it was most likely to like chew a pencil like if you're nervous and like i'm that kid like i'm 100 percent without a doubt that kid like um so obviously i am a very anxious person if if you know me and you're listening to this, you know that. And another person just walked by, looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, so if you know me, I'm a very like um, very anxious and kind of like nervous, and that's just like who I am. And I have to like always be doing something, like something like to keep me occupied. Um, so like I would chew a lot on pencils, and I would chew a lot on like the pens because I'm, like, I'm just kind of like. I don't know, it's, it's just what I did, like, I don't know, like, that's why I need, like, a lot of gum to chew, and I go through packs of gum, like, like crazy, like, it's, it, like, it's insane, like, I'll go through a pack of gum in a day, like, no problem, um, but that's just who I was, and, like, that was obviously a big insecurity of mine, and the thing that really upset me was, first off, the question. Like, why would you put that question on there or something like that? Um, another person walked by. What do you want? I should find a better place to do this recording. Um, so, 
Yeah, I was that kid. I 100% like chewed on stuff to like because I was anxious and a nervous wreck. And to this day, I've, I still am, but like not as bad as like eighth grade. So I got this award, which first off, it's, it's a dumb award. It's literally one of my biggest insecurities, and you're literally pointing. You're like pointing it out clearly. And the thing that hurt me the most, and it's like this isn't this isn't the worst part of the story. Like you be, like to me. I thought this was the worst part before, obviously, what will come later, but, um, uh, yeah, it's, it fucking sucked, because, like, obviously, like, it was, the thing that sucked about it was it was a unanimous vote, like, obviously, everyone knew I was, like, I had an issue with that, like, I, I don't know, I, like, I legit don't know how to explain it, my buddy calls it, an oral fixation, which just sounds incredibly, <laughs> incredibly sexualized, and he, and he says that because it's funny in that way, but, like, it makes sense, like, I have to have something, I don't know, like, my fingers, like, I chew my nails, like, I chew whatever, because it's just who I am, and what a, I don't know, it's kind of like a coping mechanism, a very weird one, but... I don't know. I literally don't know how to explain it other than it's a coping mechanism and a defense mechanism to kind of, like, against, like, this world kind of thing. Because, yeah, I'm going to go into explanation there to explain why this world is cruel and evil. And, um, yeah. So I got the I got that unanimously. And obviously that's my, like, biggest, at that point it was my biggest insecurity. Um, but now I'm just like, I, I accept it. I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty okay with that. I don't know. It's, it's, it's dumb, but like, it makes me feel comfortable and for whatever reason. And I've, and everyone has, um, those weird quirks that like make them comfortable, but totally like make you look like a freak and a weirdo to everyone else. Um... Yeah, so I got that, and it was unanimous, and that hurt, because, like, like even my buddies even voted for me on that, and it was, like, obviously it was, like, a joke, like, this thing was, like, it felt like a award show that, like, we got was dumb, it was, it was so stupid, like, what, what they did was they had you fill out this thing, this, like, whole packet, Excuse me. So then you like you write your name, you write your favorite memory, you write um, favorite Bible verse, because you gotta understand this is a religious school, and I didn't have any favorite Bible verses at that time, so I just put something that I knew like John three sixteen, and John three sixteen is obviously a very popular Bible verse, um, very coffee cup Bible verse that everyone. Regardless of like whether or not you're religious or not, you kind of you know about John three sixteen. So and then you filled out this whole thing and um yeah it fucking hurt because like everyone pointed out and voted on my biggest insecurity and that sucks and this will come into um this will come into the story a little bit later um. So the this whole like after party kind of thing, they they had like a little slideshow and they had the food and cake. And you got these 
dumb awards. And the funny thing, okay, I will give, I will give that award a little bit of credit because what the the award I got for that was this dumb certificate that I think I threw away right away because I was like, fuck this, and, and a crunch bar. And I was like, oh, that's clever, crunch. The fuck? Some weird ass noise just happened behind me. Anyways, I thought that was clever. I, I never even ended up eating that crunch bar. I think my dad ate it, actually. Which was fine. Like, I didn't care. Um, so, this whole, like, like ceremony kind of like reflection ceremony ended and then the after party started and the after party is about 30 to 40 like 13 to 14 year olds running around a gym throwing dodgeballs listening to oh god what eighth grade music probably like early justin bieber or like whatever one direction song was on so it's like it's had like it's like 100 percent like at a kind of con- it's it's 100% out of control, but, like, not, like, in, in a good way, like, there's parental supervision, there's chaperones and everything, so it wasn't this, like, whole chaotic mess, so this is where things start to take a nosedive, um, so obviously, like, you're playing dodgeball, um, and I love dodgeball. I I love like kind of like evading, throwing dodgeballs, getting people out, but I don't like getting hit in the face. I've gotten hit in the face by a dodgeball multiple occasions, but surprisingly, a dodgeball doesn't hurt as much as a volleyball getting spiked to your face. That hurts more. You'd be surprised. Like those rubber dodgeballs are. Oh my gosh, those things hurt. Anyways, so I'm playing dodgeball. And I remember that. And then I kind of, like, go off because the game had ended. And there's, like, the people that still wanted to play dodgeball kind of went behind the bleachers and continued to play volleyball. Dodgeball. And um, so, like, we're throwing dodgeballs around. And I remember I got hit right right in the chest. Oh, God, that was... And then... So, because I, I hit someone, and then they, no, they hit me, and then I, like, nailed them in the collarbone, and then, like, I thought, like, it was done with, and then they hit me in the chest with a dodgeball, or something like that, I don't know. That part of the story is not important. For, to be completely honest, this whole build-up is not important whatsoever, but I decided to waste everybody's time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, to me, every detail of this story is very important because it still resonates with me and it's still, like, I don't know. It's, it's something that never should have happened, but it did. And I'm talking about it, what, seven, seven and a half years later. And it still affects me. Not in, like, the way it did, but, like, just how... I'll explain so we're playing dodgeball, and I hear this voice, and he's this chaperone is on the microphone, 
and I think it, if I remember correctly, I think it was What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. This was, like, the peak of, like, One Direction fandom in, like, middle school and, like, high school. Like, like the teenage girls loved One Direction. Um, I think. So, the, no, I gotta, I'm, I need to note this because um, before I forget talking about it, the chaperone was w- one of the kids that I absolutely hated his guts because he made my life hell. Not like swirlies, but just like, he was a jackass. He's definitely worthy of the four-letter C-word, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that because I'm a better human being than that. And this is going out into the into the interwebs. And I don't want that word said on this podcast ever. Um, but yeah, he's totally, like, that word is totally not something to be said about to anyone. But, like, he totally deserves that word to be said to him. Anyways, so this is the dad. Um... The story is just so fucking weird. Just how it played out. Like, like I look back on it, and it's just like, I either laugh, or I'm literally filled with a metric ton of rage. And I want to, like, I don't know. Just, like, get in, like, a cage fight and just, like, pop his ass. Um, so he's, like, he's taking over the microphone, and he's singing horribly. He's singing horribly. So there's the kids with the dodgeball still, and I'm I'm kind of a part of this because I'm still trying to recover from this shot that I just took from a dodgeball to the chest. So and again, like I'm I'm not the popular kid. I'm not the I'm not popular at all at this point. No one gave me the time of day. Like legit. It was a lot of forced hellos in the hallways, like, hi, how you doing? But basically behind that smile was like, Matt, go fuck yourself. And I was like, eh, okay. I don't care. I know fake kindness a mile away. So the a bunch of these people go down to, um, with dodgeballs still in their hands, and they like start throwing the dodgeballs at him, like, boo, get off the stage. Like, boo, you suck. So I'm like, okay, this this seems fun. I mean, whatever. And and this is fun, whatever. Like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying, I'm legit trying to fit in any way I fucking can. Like, legit. So this is the part of the story where it, like, you're at the top of the roller coaster. Like, you're at the very top, and you're about to take a nosedive into the shitter. Like this is this is what we've been building up for for the past half hour, and I'm sorry for the buildup, but I kind of I just feel like this story deserves time and thought and an in-depth dive into what the fuck happened and how it affected me. Um, so we're throwing dodgeballs like, and I only throw like one dodgeball, and uh, and there's like six or seven people throwing dodgeballs, like, <laughs> boo, get the fuck off stage, you're saying horribly, like, get off the microphone, so, and I only, and again, I only throw a dodgeball, so this, this dad, and, like, 
I hate his son. Like, I legit hate his son with every fiber in my being. And I hate him, too, because he's also deserving of that four-letter C word. But, um... So... Oh, man. This is fucking tough. <sighs> damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. So he's still on the microphone. And everyone's gathered around, because, like, this is a funny kind of thing, like, worth a bunch of kids are throwing dodgeballs, and I'm I'm just trying to fit in. And I'm going to throw one. And so he's still on the microphone, and he like, kind of, like, avoids a dodgeball from somebody. And he singles me out. And here's what he says. He says, Matt, you throw like a girl. Go back to chewing your pencils. To... The entire, the entire fucking gym. Now, obviously, I'm going to kind of like let that sit for a second. I'm going to kind of like let that sit and resonate. Like literally like as I'm speaking about it right now, like my blood is and with rage. Um, so obviously, I didn't want that kind of like weird award that I got, like the, the pencil chewer, the, f- the fucking freak show of the eighth grade graduating class. Like I didn't want that. I, I, I was so content with flying under the radar. So content with it. And everyone <laughs> burst out laughing. Forty or so kids start laughing at me, and obviously that doesn't feel good. Obviously, when someone laughs at you, it doesn't like feel good. And obviously, when two people laugh at you, that hurts. And obviously, when three, four, five, or more people start laughing at you, it hurts. Because uh, obviously, getting laughed at and getting like excluded, like singled out, obviously, fucking sucks. Mega ass. But um. So yeah, he said on the microphone, and like uh, the throwing like a ball, throwing the ball like a girl doesn't affect me because obviously, I know some females that can, that are insane at baseball or softball or basketball or just sports in general. Like they're like I know, like you throw like a girl it doesn't mean shit like that. Like there are some badass female athletes out there. Like. Like that, like that totally doesn't bother that same doesn't bother me. Like, okay, like, huh? You, th- you feel like a girl, and it's that wasn't the thing that got me. That wasn't that 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 legit wasn't what got me. What got me, really, really, really upset, and what still fucks me up, not like horribly, but just it fucks me up in the sense that like. I got singled out. Like, I got, I got totally got singled out and laughed at for the one insecurity I had in eighth grade by my entire graduating class. Pisses me off. It also makes me very upset because it just shows how cruel people can be. And I get it. Like, I 100% get it. Like, I'm... I I get it. I'm a weirdo. I, I was chewing pencils 
and I was chewing pens, and I was chewing t-shirts and jackets. Like, I've destroyed t-shirts. And I've destroyed jackets, and I've destroyed pens, pencils, erasers. Oh, God, what else? Scarves. Like, I don't know. I get it. I don't, I, like, I get it. I am very well aware of my insecurities, my faults, my flaws, my strengths, my weaknesses. I get it. I live my life every day knowing my strengths and my weaknesses, my pros, my cons, my... Just, I know everything. Um, and the fact that everyone laughed at that really just fucked me up really, really badly. Because, like, what a way to end your career of K through 8. Like, think, just, like, just think about that. The way that you're going to exit 8th grade and the thing that you're going to think about 8th grade the most is the one thing that could have been totally avoided and happened at the very last possible moment of your, like, quote-unquote career. So I'm sitting there, and I, I, I was so dumbfounded. I was like, I can't believe you just said this. Like, why would you... Th- First off, I wasn't the only one to throw a dodgeball. I, w- I was among six or seven people that were throwing dodgeballs at in, in fun. And he singled me out, laughed at my biggest insecurity in front of everyone. So everyone starts busting out laughing. And I am on the verge of motherfucking tears. So the nearest exit is across the motherfucking gym. Um, so the sound area and, like, stage was on one side of the gym, and obviously the exit to get out of the gym was on the other side. So I'm walking, and everyone's still laughing at me, still fucking laughing, still fuckers laughing. Um, I'll never forget that. Um, I know every single one of them that laughed, and I didn't give them the time of day during high school, but that's also for a different story in different um, episode but um yeah I was it was a lo- it was a long walk and with everyone laughing still laughing and I, I get out of the gym I finally get like it was like this whole moment was only about like 10 15 seconds long but it felt like forever um so I leave I'm trying to get the fuck out of the gym I'm trying to get out of here and so there's this, uh, and there's like a bunch of chaperones outside, and they they didn't hear what just happened because they were they're talking. And like I come out and like I'm literally about to fucking break down and crying, and but I I'm pretty good at holding that stuff in until I'm like alone, like everyone leave me alone kind of thing. And this one like one Mrs. Thompson, she's. A, She's a sweetheart, and she was. She like came up to me and like, man, I got like extras of all this food and stuff. And like, Matt, do you want it? And I was like, I was trying to be like, no, 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 please. Kind of like, no, I don't, I don't want it. And then there were a couple other ladies I think that were offering me extra food too. Like, Matt, take this home to your parents or whatever. I was like, eh, I need to go to the bathroom because I need to cry, and like, I need to cry now. Like, it needs to happen, ASAP. 
And so I get to the bathroom, I get to the stall, and I literally just sit there for like a half hour, fucking crying. Because I understand. I understand that that's obviously not a normal thing to do, to chew stuff, to make you feel good about yourself. I get it. I get it. But pointing it out isn't right either. Um, and, and and on top of that, laughing at it is obviously not right. That's just fucking cruel. You take the kid who's obviously struggling with his identity and suffering through a bunch of different insecurities, you put him in the spotlight in front of everyone, and everyone laughs. That's that's obviously what that kid, that 8th grade Matt, totally needed. What that 8th grade Matt needed was love, kindness, compassion, and empathy. But no, that's not at all what I got. That's actually quite the opposite. Um, so I sit in there for like half hour, just like fucking sobbing. Like, because f- that was my defense mechanism at that time. And like, I'll revert you back to that picture I was talking about earlier. Like, crying was like, like I totally got made fun of that. Like, I literally got called crybaby so many fucking times in middle school. Like, it was. It was, it was, it was my defense mechanism. Uh, obviously, I have more defense mechanisms now that aren't me crying or me chewing on everything in sight. Um, so I spent, I spent about a half hour in the bathroom, and someone has to come get me, like, like a chaperone, like, the chaperones haven't seen me for, like, half hour. Like, they're wondering, did this kid, like, walk off? Because, like, my house was only, like, five minutes away walking max from the school. And, um, if I was smart, I should have just walked home, but I didn't think of that, because obviously I was very scared of the, it was, and it was at night, and I was very scared of the dark at that point in time. Like, um, even, like, just going downstairs in the basement in the dark was terrifying at that point in time in my life. Now it's just like, eh, I don't care too much. And, um, yeah, like, I should have walked home. Like, I should have gotten out of that situation. But, like, the chaperones came, and I think I remember very, very vividly Mrs. Lopez came up to me, and she's also a sweetheart. A bunch of, a bunch of them, like, moms were super, super nice to me, because, like, I'd grown up with their kids, and you know, our moms were all friends. Like, not, like, really, really close friends, but all, the, all like, the moms were, like, very close in, uh, in middle school. Because there was only so many of us uh, in middle school. And then, so, like, I remember, like, I walked back into the gym about 40, 45 minutes after this whole thing happened. So very, very upset. And everyone had totally, like, forgotten that they had just, like, totally embarrassed me. And totally just fucking killed any, like, good positivity around that night at all. Like, I, like, I legit just graduated from 8th grade, and I was like, and at that time in my life, I thought that was, that was shit. You know, I'm a freshman in high school. Like, this is going to be lit. I might get 
girls, bro. I'm like, like plot twist and <laughs> plot twist didn't happen. Like legit didn't happen. Like I was still like that outcast in high school, but that's obviously an, a different story for a different time. Um. Yeah, and like they totally forgot that they did that. That they totally just embarrassed me and yeah. Like that like that hurt. Like and then I like I had and then I got like back into I think they were doing some more dodgeball. Cause obviously dodgeball was like the shit back in middle school. I mean it still is to this day. But obviously in middle school um dodgeball is the shit. And um so I like join and then like time passes like I won't like like legit get me out of this fucking school because of what just happened and Noah my buddy one of my best friends his dad picked me and Ethan and Noah up because Caleb had gone off and I oh shit that's a part of the story I forgot to tell yeah I I could have totally avoided this whole situation if I would have just went with him to Dairy Queen, but my parents were like, no, you're going to stay at this after party and going to socialize. First off, forcing someone to socialize is not never a good thing. Like, it never works out. Obviously, no one saw what was co- what expected, what happened to happen. But, like, it totally could have been avoided if I legit just got out of there and, like, went to DQ afterwards with Caleb. But, um... Obviously didn't happen that way. And then, so he like drops me off at home, and it's and it's like midnight at this point. And um, so obviously like I'm tired. I want to go to bed. And my mom's in the kitchen. She's like, "Man, uh, how's it going? Like, how was how was the after party?" And I was like, eh, "It was alright." I was like, "Mom, I'm gonna head to bed." She's like, "Okay, uh, I'll see you in the morning," kind of thing. It was a very, very brief conversation because I was like, I do not want to, I do not under any circumstance want to tell my mom what the fuck just happened. Um, so I go to bed, like, I kind of forget about it because, like, fuck that situation. I don't want to be in it at all. Um, and then I'm, like, when I get up in the morning, so I'm, like, laying in bed kind of, like, awake, and then my mom comes in to my room. And, like, she's visibly upset. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Mom's upset. What did, like, what did I do? Like, did I forget to, like, flush the toilet or something? <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. What did I do? And, like, she found out. Like, legit found out about the whole situation. I was like, okay, how? And she was like, the, the dad that did that and said that, like, emailed her. And I was like, I just wanted to apologize. And first off, first off, you're, the apology doesn't mean jack fucking shit. Like, like, it, like, legit doesn't make, doesn't cover up for what just happened, you know, like, fuck, fuck your apology kind of thing. Um, and like, yeah, like, I never intended on telling my mom that story, but she kind of found out. From the source, what happened? So, yeah, that's the end of the story. Oh, fucking hell.
I just want what like I don't I don't want anything from anybody. I just what what I what I would totally love is just just this kindness like legit just be kind to people like don't shit on people because you're insecure or whatever about yourself like I don't know I think what I'm trying to get off for this is first off bullying fucking sucks and it's and like I didn't get bullied by this parent I got embarrassed by this parent, but I was I was bullied by this kid. Um, obviously, that's two separate things. But what I'm trying to say is, first off, bullying and treating people like absolute dog shit because your life fucking sucks is truly cruel, evil, and absolutely disgusting. And, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't... I don't know. I don't. I legit don't know how to wrap this up. Um, other than treat people with kindness and respect, you have like legit no idea what they're going through. Like I was going through a bunch of different things. I was trying to figure out who the fuck I am and what I'm. You know who I'm becoming in eighth grade, and totally just got shitted shitted on by everybody. So that's the story. Um. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Leave it at that. So this was the first episode of the podcast that I intend to do weekly and I think like this was fun. Like it was a very hard topic to talk about, but it was it was fun and I finally got it off my chest and I f- and I what and I've waited so long to talk about this publicly because like I want this story to be heard, and I might even re-record it later on down the road if this podcast gets a ton of streams and a ton of plays and a ton of listeners to like make sure the story like and this is like my defining fuck bullying fuck embarrassing people fuck. All that shit story. So I'm just going to leave it out there. So this podcast will hopefully be about once a week. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't mean to start this out on a very wrong note, but I feel like this whole therapeutic thing of podcasting is going to be really, really fun. So with that, I will see you all in the next podcast. And, um, Yeah, deuces.